Sci-fi. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is a Starburns audio produced podcast where there's one cynic and one believer and one guest. Uh, leave us a review. Uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We'll read it on the air. Uh, send us a email at wadeandwillie at gmail.com. And subscribe to our Patreon. <coughs> our Patreon at patreon.com slash sci-fi. We had kind of a... A a, a, a a what's it called a bombshell on the last more sci-fi uh illicit gambling and uh from a from a christian man do you not remember any of this no wow really that was like the entire episode anyway let's welcome oh i remember now god damn let's uh, walk- our, well our- no, no. Oh, no no you gotta be a patreon subscriber to get that <laughs> For one dollar, for one dollar a month, you get four bonus episodes, and for five dollars a month, you get eight bonus episodes. Join us out there. Let's welcome our guest ab- aboard the SSRLSF, uh, one of the writers of Rocco's Modern Life, Static Kling, and the upcoming Encyclopedia of Hell Two: The Invasion of Heaven. It's our friend Martin Olson. What's going on? Hey. Thanks for being here. I'm so happy to be here. I just love being where I'm sitting. <laughs> we love having yeah. you sit where you're sitting. And you guys got me a big bottle of whiskey and some water and some That's ice. Right. Yeah. Do you need a gla- another glass if you just want water? I should no, have asked that already. I think that that's excellent okay. the way it is. Um, <laughs> but I'm intrigued now with the Patreon to find out about this gambling. Well, thing. I guess we can say. So this guy came on to talk about God. He was a, he's a very religious guy. He's talking about Jesus. Jesus. Christianity. The whole, the Christianity Christian Jesus. is science fiction. That's what I was saying. Um, I agree with that, but I think that the Jesus existed. There was somebody that they there's only one record of took it. his teachings and made it into Christianity. But then on the bonus, he revealed that he made a lot of money uh, counting cards. <laughs> yeah, and he's given us tips. It was awesome. So I don't know if that's hypocritical. He didn't find it hypocritical because I guess gambling is not a sin. I don't know. Well, the main thing is you'd think that con men would be the great survivors because they're like the, they will survive through the ultimate shit. Yeah. Con men will rise up and all the great things. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? See an angle and play the angle. Is that after you're dead, if there's survival of the spirit, it would be the con men that are able to fucking. Here, wait. Oh, this? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then the con men would then be able to negotiate. To tell who's going to horse races, like you were right. saying about cards, <clears throat> they'd put, have an angle on it. Yeah. But we don't get anything like that, so I'm very doubtful. What do you mean we don't get anything like that? All of the spirits are all blithe, bland idiots. What spirits? The talk through mediums and spiritualists. Oh, but that's all fake. Duh. Oh. If it existed, but that's what Wouldn't the whole... you say that the spiritualists are the con men in that scenario? Mm. The mediums? Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you were here not too long ago. You don't remember how you did on the WoW scale, did you? It's between Wade or Willie. It was, um, it was uh, ambiguous because the topic was such that I didn't believe in either side. Okay, well, let's go through it real quick. We'll do a speed round. Wow, scale. Are you a wet or are you a willy? 
first question, three-parter. Do you do you believe in aliens? If so, have they visited Earth? If so, have they visited Earth in the last 300 years? I'm happy to answer that question if you'll just rephrase it slightly, if you don't mind. This is what happened last time. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't fucking believe anything. That's like for an idiot to believe shit. Do I do think that? Do I think this is what it was? Yeah, this is what it was. You <laughs> killed like the scale. Evidence? You killed the scale by not answering. <laughs> I'm gonna answer. I just have to make sure I answer honestly, right? No. So do I not believe? No, here. I don't fucking believe that or the opposite. Because it could be, right? Yeah. I've never seen a fucking alien. You believe well, the possibility. Here, here, yeah, you believe the possibility. Oh, yeah. Okay. That would be a yes. What about ghosts? Fuck yeah. Uh, were you raised religious? I was raised as a Baptist, so the answer is yes. Okay. Um, do you believe in God now? Believe in God is the fucked up I'm phrase. sorry, do you... Think that the universe is one thing that has some consciousness in it? Yeah. Yes, because we are in the universe, and scale is relative. Anyway. And so, <laughs> and so, of course, if one mind exists, that means that the, the universe is alive. Do you want the stand so you can talk with your hands? <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Very, you're very into... Uh... <laughs> no, I'm fine. All right. Uh, Bigfoot. But thank you. Thoughts on Bigfoot? Not enough info on it. Okay. Uh, I don't know. And then psychics, you don't believe in. We just covered that. Uh, superstition. Do you have any well, superstitions? Psychics, it depends on what, what it means. Do we have a sixth sense, let's call it? Uh-huh. Certainly, there's plenty of evidence of shit that doesn't make sense. So, But psychics, generally, someone who takes money for it. Generally, well, I, it's pretty I, I, clear. Well, I mean, my thing is, like, when you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that, the reason why I say 99% of the psychics are fake is because they are taking money for it, and there aren't, you know, like, I believe that that... Because we're comedy writers, and we know exists. how that shit works. Yeah. Comedy writers have a unique but perspective to see of, through shit um, like that. Um, when you hear of, uh, you know, police stations calling a psychic and getting help, it's like, oh... You know, the the idea of, like, in, in my realm, the psychics are, like, more remote, remote viewing, connecting to, can you connect to consciousness outside of your physical being to get answers? You know, it's like, well, where is this person? It's like, and then they they find them by connecting to them, not by, not by, uh, I don't know. Do you believe, do you believe uh, our consciousnesses can connect outside of our body? Really and truly. The, w- have I seen any evidence for that? Because if I believe it, it's just I'm an idiot. I know nothing. Yeah, so, you're... <laughs> so, uh, so I have not seen evidence, but I've seen very convincing, puzzling phenomena that I don't understand that points towards that. Yeah. Okay. What about superstitions? Do you have any? As I grow older, I start to think that it's a very useful psychological tool mm. to keep me out of trouble. Really? The more shit, it's so you. As you get older, you can actually force yourself to believe things, mm-hmm. so that you don't. Uh, I think that's that's one of the problems, right? <laughs> with uh, with the state of the world right now, we got all these baby boomers just believing all this shit. It's so true. <laughs> Except the. Luckily, like I said, the three of us are comedy writers, so there's mm-hmm. more mind control happening within our brains because mm-hmm. we have to manipulate fucking thoughts to trick 
to make a trick at the end. Right. So we know the structure of that. So we are less likely to fall for it, although that's not totally true, because I know one Scientology comedy writer. Really? So there's there's a split in that particular person. <clears throat> but I think some superstitious stuff... Well, do you have um, has, one? serves a purpose. Do you have a specific superstition? Uh, for example, the classic of all time is, a, and I th- think of it all the time since I'm young, is do you gamble with, if it's heads or tails, do you go with the run or do you go against the run? Right. I That's usually the, go against it. It's, it changes depending on the serendipitous nature of your if I see if it's time. roulette and I see five reds up there, I'm like, it's gotta be, gotta be. There's no way there's gonna yeah. be a six red. I've asked that question to every uh, t- every time I meet someone that works in a casino, like as a what do you, a dealer or, yeah, a, yeah. or what do you call it? I ask about the run or the not run, and they said that's the key to the whole thing. And 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 whether you believe in the run or you believe that it's gonna stop is the intangible thing, you know? Fuck. Yeah, but how, so which, which do you do? Do you believe in the run or not? Or do you take it case by case? It goes case by case with me. Yeah. You, know, you know, my case which, which even, I'm sorry, which even uh, reinforces the idea that it's bullshit. Right. Here's the thing that blows me away is like, anytime I do put money down, I'm wrong. When I don't, I'm right. <laughs> Especially with roulette. I'm like, ah, 23's coming up. Uh, I, I got it right. All right, let's put some money down. Nope. Um, yeah, so I think, yeah, you're impossible to, 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 Ooh, to put on the scale. This, we had, this happened last time. Yeah. But it, I don't you know, need to be a dick. No, but, but it doesn't matter. They've heard where you come from, yeah. and so now they have a point of view yeah, for and you. Yeah, sure. and it's a good thing to not have the definition. That's what I appreciate. I'm like, I feel like definitions are what fuck all this up. Conversation and without definitions and syntax and logic, though we can't make logical propositions and shit. So it's a double-edged sword. It it is, but most people will never be on the same level as anybody else. Yeah, I know. It's weird we even can understand each other. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I have a story about that briefly. Go ahead. It was uh, uh, my I don't know, ten years ago, fifteen years ago. My daughter was like eight. And it was a Saturday morning. It was like, you know, really early. And I just staggered to go into the bathroom down the hall. Her, Our bedroom was up at this end. Hers was the exact opposite of the hall. And as I get up, she's coming up in her pajamas and going to go in there. And, she's, and I say, hey, Liv, go ahead, go on in. And she says, wait a minute, I want to ask you something. And she was half asleep. She said, how is it, dead serious, how is it that even right now when I'm talking to you, that you know what I mean. I said, what do you mean, Liv? She said, because I'm saying words which are sounds, but you know what those sounds mean through practice or something, and how do you, even if we practice, how do you really know what I'm saying? So how do we understand each other? <clears throat> I was going to say, Liv. Having an existential crisis. Yeah, that's I said, Liv, nuts in the That is the, quest- the key question nobody knows the answer to. You should definitely work on that because yeah. that is nobody has an answer to that question. I always, we don't- I always thought it would be funny to uh, have a kid, right? And then be like, oh yeah, see the sky? That's, that's the color green and just lie to them. 
<laughs> just make their life real fucked up. I mean, I, every kid is your own science experiment, you know, and and you know that. And it's like if you want your kid to be funny, you can't give your kid bad jokes. But you got to start somewhere. I don't know. I'm just I laugh at. at, at I love what you're saying because we're all three comedy writers. You don't have kids though. No. So we have kids, and it's a true what he's saying. You try to. Early on, I want him to be funny, but I don't want to set up. It's funny because Moose tries to be funny with us, but you know, it. it's like it. he's he's got to grow from that too. You, this can't be the joke for a year, huh? If he does the same joke over and over for oh, the same no, it's for a year, be a joke attitude, I'm like, joke dude, you got to shape <laughs> of thought thinking, <clears throat> like to question stuff in a way that's different. Is what's the what is that? What is what? What are we trying to? Uh, um, to, to, how are we trying to shape our kids' thoughts so that they go to the funny place? Well, it's weird because I think about my life and like, listen, I've, I've trashed my parents on the show over and over, but I'm like, in the end, they're fucking stressed out. Yeah. And 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 their stress bled into our relationship, and yeah. I, I I don't blame them for that. Yeah. And I I had high expectations that they no one could ever live up to for parents, so. Uh, I'm like uh, yeah. See, I think I'm funny despite my family. That's, like, yeah. I, huh. My dad will tell a joke now, and I'll be like, "What are you talking about?" Because I don't understand that he's telling a joke. Like I'm that serious around my family, which is really weird. Huh. Uh, I I learned to be funny just from going to school, and people were funny, and I was like, "Well, I like these people, so I'll be like them." That's huh. that's what I'm getting at too. Like my family had nothing to do with my I like wanted to leave my family you know i didn't huh. i tried to stay out as long so as i could and kind of normal yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm like am i gonna am i gonna teach him jokes and he's gonna hate me <laughs> i have no expectations whatever all That's right willie hit us with the topic <clears throat> well i mean should we change the topic to something uh, i don't know i got this little i got this little read this and then, uh, oh good 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 we'll play with it <clears throat> sometime in the future let's talk about the Nate, the core of humor, because that's a scary fucking topic. Oh, that's a, yeah, it's fucking scary. I mean, it, it could go to the center of the universe. I mean, like to it me, it could go to the creation itself. It is just, uh, it's about expectations and knocking them down. Tonight on Real Life Sci-Fi, the alien mind. Are we capable of understanding? Or even imagining how aliens think is all consciousness the same entity? Find out if we stay on topic tonight on Real Life Sci-Fi. <laughs> um, okay. The real life about this is so hard because basically we're talking about what aliens think, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, can we Does can we exist. quantitatively or qualitatively come up with what an alien mind might think? Yeah. So here, I looked into a little bit of uh, what animals think, right, and how we know. Me too. And really, it's there's not a ton out there. This guy, Carl Safina, wrote a book called Beyond Words, How Animals Think and Feel. But he's an environmental writer, and so everything he's saying is like very much just stuff he observed. It should, he's be, not, a, 
we're talking about a philosophic slant. Yeah, and this is more just like what he saw out there. It's funny that we were talking about definition because the definition of conscious is is very much like at war with these people who are arguing if animals have consciousness. Yeah, and I would say it's very obvious that they do because they're walking around independently, like they're doing shit. You know what I mean? In uh, ten years ago, there was a consortium, a, a paper of leading scientists that signed a paper that that said that animals do have consciousness here's why and it was a whole thing yeah we can look that up but of course it's controversial because i think it depends on are you talking about yeah the cambridge declaration that's of consciousness it. that's it 2012 that's it um <clears throat> yeah i have a link to jesus it's the fucking pdf but uh yeah i'm not gonna go through all this i mean like so but it's based on examples like this is a funny, this is a weird story that I didn't know about. There's documented stories of elephants who will find people who are lost. Really? And they'll, like, lead them back to civilization. Just like a dog. Yeah, and so there was this one case, this old woman, she couldn't see well, she got lost. She was found the next day with elephants guarding her, and they had encased her in a cage of branches to protect her from hyenas. Get out. Which is insane, right? Because you talk about, like, oh, using tools. Like, that's one of the steps of Uh evolution. But these elephants are just, like, kind of doing that. Wait, this is the same problem almost always exists. The first question I ask, as you do, is that true? Or was it fucking made up? Because those guys, because we we make up shit all the time. We totally lie about shit just to make people laugh or to fuck with their brains. I picture picture a side, uh, a parallel universe where I'm only coming up with things to fool people into believing that they're real. Just like huh? fake articles, you know? <laughs> and I'm cool with that. I mean, that's a good. I don't know if it's that's true. And so people do that. That's what comedians do. So that's what this guy said in his book. Charles Darwin was actually pretty progressive when it comes to this because he wrote a book called The Expression of Emotions in Man and Animals, and he believed wow. that they had consciousness. Darwin, what a trip. Yeah. Um, he thought that they had the, the same. All of the same, um, I guess, traits of consciousness as humans, just not to Language the same level. And mo- emotionally, I would say dogs would be high, obviously. Right. Uh, cats, not so much. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but, you know, I, I had this box over here that she would use as like a cave. It was like her little uh-huh. secret spot, and I thought she wasn't using it anymore, so I threw it away yesterday. Huh. And that she was pissed, man. I could tell, like she was walking around, going like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> ah. um, I remember our one of our cats was very affectionate and dog-like. So it, I guess the rules are different. Yeah, she's not affectionate at all. She scratches me up all well, the time. Well, I what's weird is like I feel like we, when it comes to a personal pet. We have a power that a lot of people aren't aware of until you've fucked up a pet. In that you you can you put a belief system onto your animal. Well, this like, is just the same as the child argument. But, Explain better. But like, uh, uh, okay, so like there are Explain cats. Better. There are cats that it. can walk on a leash. There are you can teach dogs and cats tricks. Or you condition and, the animal. Yeah, yeah, condition. But like, like. Uh, uh, there definitely is a communication that you can have if you, but some people won't have it because they don't think the animal's capable of that conversation. 
But he, where does delusion begin and fact start, though? <clears throat> or is fact pliable enough that if you put an absurd premise like you can communicate with your pet on a deep level, maybe you can? Well, so let me tell you this. They brain mapped rats, right? Mm-hmm. And found that neurological processes in their brain were similar to those that were happening uh, that were happening in humans. The emotional part of the brain was firing in the same way. Hmm. So I don't know if that proves that there is emotions in well, these animals. Well, we know from experience, and it's it's like the old paradox. Uh, a, uh, what is oh shit? It was um, <clears throat> a dog knows its a dog knows its own mother, but they can't prove any propositions to be true. Right. That was the phrase. Yeah. By Alfred North Whitehead. <clears throat> so there's something that you can't quantify. So certainly emotions is one of them. Yeah. Well, and like when I picture. And, and this is, I don't know where this came from, but my whole life I've always had the idea, and now I believe in multiple alien races, but as a kid I didn't. I believed in one alien race, the Greys, huh. and I had always had it in my head that they didn't have emotions, maybe because of telepathic abilities, maybe because of hive mind, maybe because of if they were us from the future, like what has been bred out of us is the emotion, which I don't believe either, but it's like... Huh. Well, shit, are we going to get into it? I got more. Oh, but, sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but that was interesting, dude. Yeah, I mean, we can just get into it if you want. I mean, it, it, well, this other is a stuff good is thread, like, though, about the... Because this is the key shit. Yeah. Because talking about an alien mind and talking about an animal mind, an animal mind isn't alien mind to a human, or is it? Well, we'll see what kind of aliens these are. I mean, that's the whole thing. So, just to continue here, there's yeah. the mirror test, of course, which is like... If you can recognize yourself in a mirror or not. Humans can do it between like one and two years old or something like that. Um, chimpanzees can do it. Orangutans, gorillas, elephants, dolphins, magpies can do it. My God, the mirror test, that's crucial. Yeah. yeah. Monkeys cannot do it and dogs can't do it. But the reason the dog thing is sort of thrown out is because they identify by smell. And so uh, they sort of don't care about the... I mean, you'll watch oh, videos of them yeah, getting yeah. scared in the mirror What the fuck? Stuff, oh, but, nothing's there. Right. What about what? They're like, oh, what the fuck? And like, oh, nothing's oh. there. There's, I can't smell. There's no Zero idea. Zero fucking mirror smell. Yeah. <clears throat> also, there's the pity thing. Like, we know that elephants get sad when another elephant dies. And, and they have memory to where they, they'll stop by a place for years... Anytime they walk by where an elephant died in the past, they'll stop by and mourn. Plus, there's really? those yeah. those dogs that you hear about that like met their owner at work every day, and then they'll still like go and do that after their owner's yeah. dead. Yeah, and also mate for life animals yeah. have special uh, acute empathy and will m- mourn over the mate's death, m- mate's corpse, like geese, for example. Uh, we had a we had geese and it was like then it was a male and a female and they were always together, and because it's a so-called mate for life animal, just as humans are supposedly, but at least it has part of that gene pool memory. <clears throat> so, when the male died, the female had her neck over his body, and was was crying. Wow! I mean, we yeah. saw it, you know. Um, 
so other other kind of examples of uh, animals like I don't know if benevolence is the right word, but there's a story of Moko, <laughs> a bottlenose dolphin. He guided two pygmy sperm whales out of a maze of sandbars off the coast of New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> wow. <clears throat> Moko. <laughs> they kept stranding themselves, and he let them out there. And then... He saved two sperm whales. And then again, a lot of... Uh, Dolphins were carrying bombs that blew up fucking subs. They still, there are still, there are still dolphins that are weapon trained in 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 Oregon. Let's uh, start a business. A dolphin bomb. Evil uh, dolphins, it's called. Evil yeah. Dolphin Inc. Hey man, evil's a human construct. <laughs> this dolphins is working. And then this is interesting too. There's. Well-attested cases of humpback whales rescuing seals from attack by killer whales. Wow. Uh, they'll fling them out of the water. They, they, they'll, they'll see a seal. They'll see a killer whale. They'll go over and use their fin and they'll just fling them out of the water. Get out. Yeah. Maybe they're having fun, though. But yeah, they could just be playing with them. But it says it's... It says it's uh, uh, well attested, whatever that means. One of the problems is whale attested. One of right? the problems is what's the word for when you impose human uh, anthropomorphism? Yeah. Anthropomorphism is the word. So <clears throat> I'm a total sucker in a in a very easily oh, looking smiling. <laughs> I've heard that my whole life, and I'm right. like, that's his fucking mouth. And so that's another thing. It's a case by case thing. It's it's almost like ghosts. Unless you're there, but there is. Unless you're there, yeah, you don't know what the nuance of the moment is and how sophisticated the person is who's mm-hmm. doing it. But I actually and did not that read. I'm sophisticated, but uh, in certain cases, I would be able to, as a comedy writer, <laughs> see see through bullshit one layer more than someone else. <laughs> but that, but so that is bullshit because he's not smiling. Like a dog, when it's smiling, it's not smiling, but it's it's been conditioned, like we were saying, to sort of mimic, and so. It knows that when it does that, it gets more positive like reinforcement than yeah. when it doesn't, and so it will do that. It'll do that mouth open, like "Hey, what's up?" thing. They love me. Yeah, so, I don't know, dude. You, I think that it it's. More. I think it's just the interpretation that is, that is in the area that you're talking about. Dogs naturally, normally would well, have that fun because dogs love life. They don't have thoughts of. Well, I don't know what they have thoughts of. That's the that's the big question. Yeah. Cats don't meow to other cats. That's, cats meow to humans. You know what's weird too is like like okay, take purring. Mm-hmm. No other animals purr. Is that true? And they only 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 the felines, and they only do it to communicate. Basically, the emotion of affection and love. It's like they don't right. One last thing. It's a bad thing. Well, yeah. Just because there's no real point to this, but I thought it was interesting. In what southern Brazil, people and bottlenose dolphins fish together for yeah. generations. The dolphins swim toward the beach, driving mullet toward the fishermen. Symbiosis. The yeah. men wait for a signal from the dolphins, a distinctive dive, before throwing their nets. Really? Yeah. So the dolphins initiate the herding and give the signal. How do they motivate them? Do they give them fish? Yeah, they do. They feed them. Huh. Yeah, um, that's incredible. That's probably closer to reality of Earth than what we have now. There's another thing similar to that. People 
worth they, they would just throw fish to these dolphins off a dock or whatever and then five years went by and dolphins started catching fish and throwing them onto the dock <laughs> for, to give to the humans <laughs> I mean I I read it I don't know where it's from but oh wait a minute I wrote that article I was <laughs> so I mean that's all I got um, well here's what I got First of all, that's very impressive because I think you cut right to the core of the... Because you and I were texting back and forth and talking about the... What is an alien mind? What the fuck? I mean, how do they... Is language the, the, the basic core of an alien mind? Difference in language? Or because certainly the constituents of the, of the, of the type of body they have that... I mean, by body, I mean the brain and brains are totally different, would be able to be programmed differently. That's, in effect, what you and I were talking about. Yeah, and, and we, we, see, we see that animals... You know, the, the human body and anything that, that is born before its complete gest, gestation, because, like, for humans, the brain needs to expand outside of the womb because the way out is one size. And so we, we basically what they say is the fourth trimester is still a developmental stage. Any animal where they need to develop after they've been born, their brains are generally bigger. Uh-huh. So, so other animals where their brains are small, let's say hurt, any herding animals, huh. they're born with knowing everything they ever need to know. They know to run. They know to walk. They know how to walk. They know how to eat. They know how to do everything for all of their life when they're born. Hmm. So that's it's weird because they all they need to do is survive, and that's what they're born with, and their brains are small. Hmm. But then you see the same animal having fun and maybe using a tool. I'm unconvinced about the size of the brain, dude, although of course it must be true because of crows. Crows yeah. have a fucking bird oh, brain. Yeah. Look at not even kidding. <laughs> They're smart as fuck. Fuck yeah. Well, and also you see dolphins, they'll blow those rings and then play with those rings. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to do that, right? Play. Yeah. Yeah. Play Play is the big... So here's the thing. From And, and I know that I've... Whatever my beliefs were early on are wrong, but... Well, mine were too, dude. When you hear about an... I mean, like... like <clears throat> I would compare an alien mind to an evolved human from us for yeah, a thousand years that, from now. That would really be what we're talking about. Are we still going to be playing games in a thousand years? I mean, I hope so, but are we? I mean, like... I would say that if society went right, we we would have figured out a way where we don't have jobs. Like, if you talk about universal basic income and you're having robots do all the shit that you don't want to do, you would, you would be playing a hundred times more... And you would be more creative. Art would, you know, go off the scales. Like, huh. I didn't think of that. And I think if if aliens did it right, like if they're a more advanced society than we are and they did it right, it seems like they would... I mean, unless they're like Klingons, which yeah. as much as I understand is just like a warring kind of alien, right? Yeah. 
And maybe that's what they're lusting after. But, we would but, but flourish then, creatively. But then war is their play, right? I mean, like that's war is their play. Yeah, that's what they're into. That's true. Well, that's an interesting, cool thing to go to Klingon, just as an example of something in fiction that explores the idea. Because people just say, well, that's not even real, but it's exploring an idea. I mean, nothing so has real, value, right? You know? Like. <laughs> Well, I mean, picture picture all of the picture anybody in the in the dumbest mundane job. Everybody has power trip. As soon as, as, soon as you get power, you, you have a power trip, even if it's small. You're right. And so Klingons are the ultimate power trip. It's like you know what? It's about the glory, you know, of of domination plus bloodlust <clears throat> with um, super intellectual powers. Oh, no emotion. Yeah, yeah. Well, do Klingons not have emotion? I thought that was the, the, the Spocks. What are the Spocks? Vulcans? The Vulcans. I thought they were related in the mythology. Oh, well, a, no, that's the... Uh, um, that's the uh, I'm going to call Jim Bernstein. He uh, knows all fucking, this shit. What is it? The, uh, <laughs> I can't... Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. It's not, it's not, it's not the Klingons. Borg? It's not Borg. It's, um, <clears throat> There's a third one? A fourth one? I don't know Star Trek two on I whatever whatever the 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 <coughs> Picard <clears throat> when they when they it's not the Ferengi it's not the uh, <laughs> fuck what are we at here time wise should we take a break oh thirty minutes let's take a break so I can get a, a beer you want a beer yeah well, he's got some what do you want he's got them right here oh then I'm, can you pass one over uh, well hold on let me go through the op- I got three options which is good for the show too I've got a peanut butter milk stout say no more. I've got a, I've got a lush. Say no more. Hey, what's the oh, peanut yeah, yeah. butter? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have chosen that too. That's how many delicious. fucking, how many pockets and fucking things do you have on you? <laughs> Who makes that? I want to, I want to try that later. Oh, this belching beaver. This is uh, at the. Thank you, Will. Store here. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love hey, it. Hey, by the way, it's great to see you guys again. Yeah, yeah you too. <laughs> hey, I'm so glad you stole this, sold the show. Oh so well, that? thanks. So get this motherfucker to do that. He'll, he'll do voices on it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I'm working on some more voices, man. I, nobody knows what I can do. I'm gonna make a, I, I'm gonna make a voiceover oh, reel. So good. It's just so I can. You gotta fucking do it, idiot! Before, well, if his thing gets picked up. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, oh. you gotta get ready, man. <laughs> Definitely do that. Well, you must have already done a voice reel. Right? I've done, done, I've done voices. Tons I haven't done a voice them, right? reel because. Uh, we'll do it now. Oh uh, yeah, I want to make a video one that you can watch also, where I also do voices. Just to prove I could do them, so it's like, well, whatever. I would not recommend that. I recommend doing. Oh, really? Audio reel just with an MP3. Well, that's what I'll do professionally, but yeah. just to put shit out there because oh, yeah. half our because friends it's are fun. just video. Yeah, yeah. And have your son on your knee, and it's the ultimate sell. He's the cutest <laughs> fucking kid in the world. Yeah, start doing self tape auditions and just have the kid in there. You gotta, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's just, that's so fucking cutest kid in the world. <laughs> um, so we were hitting some good well, stuff here about. The, uh, here's here's let me let me start with this. I, wherever wherever we were, this is on par. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson basically said this. I don't, I, um, you know. Our DNA is 1% different from chimps. Yeah. And when you look at, when you compare us to chimps and all of the creativity that we have, you have to assume that, that, that we're in the middle of, let's say, an alien race that is 1% different from us oh. that goes off in that direction. I think that's a very valuable thought, so man. So we can't even <clears throat> comprehend 
what they're capable of. Very, very, very helpful thought. Because then we could actually see one level down yeah. and say, wait a minute, what if we're that level and we can't comprehend similar to a chimp? That's a very good point. And so what's weird is when you look at the history of UFOs in the world, there, there, there's a lot of compelling video out there where it's like, well, a human couldn't survive this. What is this weird light? Things that It looks like magic. And it's because whatever their technology is, whatever... Because I, I believe that they, are ex- that they are existing here with us and that most aliens aren't aliens. They're actually from Earth too, but like... We didn't oh, really? see them. We didn't see them born. Well, you're imagining that as as a tr- true thing. You're guessing. Yeah, yeah, you're guessing. Yeah. But like, like, like when I see when I see Willie kind of swings for the fences. He he reads about all these different aliens and then decides how that fits into my. Yeah, these ones are going to be here. These ones are bad. I've been trying to to get a a, a show idea going with him where he, we put all of this. Like sort of fake knowledge into the narrative because there's a Bible that's already written. Because to... the Bible's already written, so, like, so all of religions are based on based on fake knowledge, and yet they are the most uh, revered sources of knowledge in the in the fucking world. This is how dumb our planet is. Well, yeah, I mean it's just it's just fables with different. Characters. So what you guys would do, what you guys are proposing, would be a satire of that. Yeah. You know, yeah, and and sure, there are tons of different versions of everything, but ultimately, though, um, I mean, I, I, I believe that there are entities that live here that we cannot perceive or perceive differently. Let, Willie, based on one that you met. No. Well, then um, double think those thoughts unless you fucking actually know it firsthand. Well, well, well. I this is me trying. Does that make sense? I it, mean, is it, that it, fair? It does make sense. I've I've seen I've seen a bunch of UFOs and I and, and sure um, I've seen shit too, dude. Um, I but, mean, but for I, real. I'm trying. I'm trying to say, hey, <clears throat> listen. I don't believe the Bible or any old text as fact, but I do believe that there were that there was a communication trying to happen of. Uh, uh, describing the universe and we tried to uh uh you know quantify these cosmic concepts into words yeah yeah so like so here's the problem though like the holy books holy books are marvelous attempts to quantify the mystical into words Mixed with political shit, oh, where the yeah, book yeah. is totally edited, hundred percent, yeah, no, 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 I, and made up, and shit is fucking put. But I try to go fucking like, worthless, dude. Pre Council of Nicaea, I'm talking just straight up, and uh, no, I'm uh, talking all the holy books. But I, I don't think most. Uh, yeah, I agree with you about holy books. I'm trying to talk about Buddha. Uh, what uh, the fuck with Buddha? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Buddha's, yeah, but at least Buddha's the chill one, right? He's just like fuck it. He was chilled, except here's where he wasn't fucking chilled, dude. He left his wife and kids. Yeah, uh, there's some misogynism in, the uh, in Buddhism, right? And then they say, well, it's not a religion. I mean, God bless him. At least it's like the least violent of that. Well, is it? I don't even fucking know. I think it is. But the main thing is, it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, they still parade around all of the cities for example in China or in what's the 
other other place. The uh, the one Brad Pitt wants to save or whatever. <laughs> what the fuck is it called? With the, with the organs, with the organs or bones of Buddha-like fucking guys. Really? And they worship them like this. So it's a total fucking religion. Yeah. Despite the fact that American dudes like Uma Thurman's dad says it isn't a religion. Who's the Who's the guy with the the gerbil rumor? Huh? The, the actor Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Richard Gere. <laughs> he's a He's a big uh, Buddhist. That's why the gerbil rumor didn't derail him in any way. He's like, whatever will be, will be. I don't know. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Say what you will. Not true, but whatever. <laughs> if only we could all adopt that it, that philosophy, we could be like everything would be. We'd be impervious to everything. We'd be the Teflon kings. Yeah, I'm trying. I try not to get uh, bothered by shit. Oh boy, um, yeah, I I can't help it. All right, we all, we all got caught in on those little blistery. Sp- Buyers oh, it's so fun. I read an article. You can, I, th- I probably mentioned it on the show, but like you can get addicted to anger. Huh. Uh, because That's, it's like, course. it's such a visceral, like it feels good to be angry. You know what I mean? Like, PTSD is part of that because when people have PTSD, which is probably the origin of evil on our planet, if your dad is killed in front of you, his head fucking chopped off mm-hmm. when you're fucking 12. You just you. How can you possibly escape that? So, yeah. you, so you have PTSD, and so you are into revenge, which is the yeah. core concept of PTSD, <clears throat> and 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 the whole idea of <clears throat> of humanity is lost to you because you're locked into the fucking. And even even trap. when you get your revenge, you, you you still want that to be quenched over and over. So like, there's no end. It's addictive, just like what Wade said about. Anger. Anger. Yeah. Well, that's Memento, right? Remember that movie? Memento? Yeah, what you a sad the, movie. You mean the greatest, most genius you like, movie? I love that no, I, no, I do. Yeah. I do, too. I, I, I'm saying sad, though. Like, I, I lo- I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch it over and over because I'm like, oh, fuck. This, well, this all, you it's, already it's a fucking puzzle. Everything? Holy it's fuck. a puzzle. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I love it. What's the other movies that are a puzzle? Do you mind if we get down that road for oh, one yeah, second? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, uh, you know, th- before you saw it the second time, whatever, The Sixth Sense, that was... A- Sixth Sense was yeah, a puzzle, that's yeah. right. Uh, this is a good one, yeah. I, I mean, you could say any... Mystery. Yeah, any mystery, right. Puzzle, sure. But that, that has a unique uh, aspect. Memento, obviously, because of the reverse reality. I mean, that guy's a super genius, man, because he, th- he pulls the rug on your... Linear thought, right? Yeah, I know. I yeah. want him to do his own shit again. Like, I, I got, yeah, he kind of was I started mean, doing big budget fine, shit. Yeah. But like, and I, I never even Batman. saw Dunkirk. I didn't see any of that either. I, I don't care about that shit because World War Two movies. I just know that the guy did the trippiest shit ever. So I'm fine with it. I don't care what else he did. <laughs> but it's like, okay, you made your money. Now go back to like exploring your mind. Like, yeah, but he might have money problems. It's not going to work. He has two houses. He's, and he has he's a- too big in our heads. Yeah. He'll never live up to it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We, 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 he's on a tiny pedestal and he doesn't care about uh, fulfilling. Because he's a guy like us. Yeah. He's exactly like us, except he has really witty and uh, uh, able to latch on to fucking reversals. He's a comedy writer. Are you going to write a Batman movie if they let you? Huh? You can write a Batman movie? 
I don't know anything about comics or Batman. Dude. Well, well, but but if they offered you a big budget Batman movie, you can take it. Of course, I will. Yeah, that, I mean, you've because seen, I'll try to make it good. Yeah. You've seen Batman. You've seen what? You've seen a picture of Batman. I right? saw the first Batman movie. What was that? Batman. <laughs> you're talking about Tim Burton, and I read all the comics Wait, when you're I was talking a kid because one. I was a DC guy. You're talking I didn't... the jokey one, right? With the with the Adam Are you talking West? the '60s no. one or the '80s oh, okay, one? Okay, no. You're Michael talking Keaton? Tim Burton, Jack, and Nicholson. I saw the Michael Keaton. No, the animated show by Pierre Biero. What's his name? The genius fucking dude. Yeah, the... in the '90s, the best like animated comic. What's his name? Cartoon Paul ever. Paul De Niro? No, oh, I don't know shit. his name. He did. He had the innovation of doing all of the boards on black. They were all all of the boards were black. So he then all of it was drawn with white or with shades on top of a black paper. Super innovative concept. Um, but back to the thing. Well, let's take a quick break <clears throat> because we're we're about, we're like halfway. Okay. And then, uh, let's see, Batman Animated Series. Paul uh, De Niro. Let's see. Oh, God. Just dead air here. That's all I right. don't know. Develop, uh, directed by? Uh, executive producer, directed by, produced by. There's Bruce Tim and Eric R- Radomski, developed by. There's I a, know Eric. He's great. Oh, Paul Dini? Paul Dini's the guy. But that's not him? That's him. Oh, that's him. Paul Dini. He innovated doing all of the boards of the show on black paper. Yeah, that's... Pretty innovative. I mean, that's such a good idea. Yeah. You'll yeah, save, done You'll that. save on ink alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back talking to Martin Olson. <laughs> hey, you like being spooked? I think I do. Do you want to come get... Spooked in Wisconsin? I I think that I do. <laughs> well, great, great. Because uh, Real Life Sci-Fi is going to be at Paranomicon. It's at the Mabel Tainter in Menominee, Wisconsin. Sorry, am I being too loud? Oh, it's good. It is, <laughs> it is a haunted venue. It's haunted. Uh, it starts Thursday, September 26th. And there's a, you can do like a tour and see the haunting. The motorcycle just drove by. There are there are going to be a couple hauntings that weekend. There's going to be tons of speakers from all realms: uh, cryptozoology, UFOs, ghosts. Mothman, what's that? Cryptozoology. Mothman. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, we did an episode once. It's uh. Oh yeah, he's in like Seattle or something. He's like a sad moth guy that shows up before tragic events. And this just in. Our show is going to be Saturday, September 28th at 3, 3 p.m. So come see us getting drunk at 3 p.m. Uh, <laughs> our guest is 2BD, determined. That's basically it. We're going to be there all weekend so you can catch us. Yeah, we can hang out. Join us. I'm going to go to all the events. We're going to have a booth for a hot second. I don't. I, I'm. Yeah, I don't know about any of that. <laughs> uh, go to mabeltainter.org for tickets and info, and hopefully we'll see you there. And if you're a fan of Kelsey Abbott, I think she agreed to do it, right? Yeah, and uh, uh, also, well, you know, 
I'm going to be big on any of our fans that are there. You're going to have all my attention, so it'll be fun. What does that mean? They can ask questions? I'm just going to hang out with them the whole time. There's already like, I don't even know, like six people coming already. That's great. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel good. Pretty awesome. All right, so we'll see you there. Menominee. Uh, Menominee, Wisconsin, Thursday through Saturday, September 26th, 27th, 28th. Paranomicon. Go to MabelTainter.org. That's M-A-B-E-L-T-A-I-N-T-E-R.org. Spooky. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. We're talking to our friend Martin Olson. Hello there. Hey, when's the book coming out? I think it's fall 2020. Might be the spring 2021. Does it ever trip you out when you hear 2020? Like Always. God damn, we're in the future. I know. The future That's so weird to me. I know. The future is not is not as cool as Yeah, it never was though. It never was. Really? Every time they were like, we're gonna have all this shit. It never happens. Yeah, but look at it a different way. You just said, well, the whole premise was, oh, 2020, wow. Our grandkids are going to be saying 2020. That's like fucking 50 years ago. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? That's like yeah. 1920s. That's they like used fucking retard land. That's back when they had wood floors. <laughs> <laughs> they had wood for the floor. Now we got LCD screens. <laughs> Conan O'Brien was doing the bit in the year 2000 oh, over man. 20 years ago. I know. Ago. I love that bit so much. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, the best part of that bit was he kept doing it after the year 2000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. The whole premise of his bits and and Letterman's bits, uh, of his bits and Letterman's bits, were, were identical. The other ones were just like pale knockoffs on mm-hmm. all the other talk shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were to break the format of what would be expected as a sketch or as a comic concept on the shows. So they would have someone come in like the, uh, well, you know what all the bits were. Yeah, so, like stupid human tricks. Uh, exactly. It's so, not even a joke. Exactly. It's funny because it's not. Exactly. You know? So at the same time, simultaneously, Kaufman, Andy Kaufman was doing his shit. Yeah. So it was in the ethos. It was in the air. It was like a, the idea of a, of comedy being ironic in a way that was not generally thought of as irony, which would be something that's not funny, but when you keep, for example, when he keep kept, he, when Coffin would do it a bit for a long fucking time, yeah. that would be the joke. Right. Yeah, I mean, that was the entire <coughs> joke. Like him eating ice Sometimes. cream. <laughs> yes. Him eating ice cream. At the improv, yeah. Yeah, it's only funny because it, it takes forever to do it, you know? And that is a, a satire performance. Right. At any rate, where are we at? Yeah, well, what are we yeah, talking about, okay, Willie? We're so talking about aliens somehow. I want to talk. That's why sometimes we should talk about the core of comedy. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not smart enough, I don't Fuck think. you, man. <laughs> You just sold the show to Comedy Central. Mm. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone that shit. <laughs> so I want to talk about, uh, and and I'll just try to try to bring up these ideas, to kind of to direct us in ways and whatever. We'll get off it, get on it, whatever. Um, so um, um, one one idea is that um, 
I've I've contemplated this when looking up. You know, of course, uh, Joseph Campbell and and uh, uh, what was what was Carl Jung and uh, the greatest uh, shit ever. Those two you just mentioned. Just the idea that um, can a can a society evolve? And I, I know I bring those guys up, and this is kind of a, a, a weird spin off of that, but like. You mean, is it always going to devolve? Well, like, like, <laughs> we have a president now. Obviously, we've devolved. Well, the, I, mean, I mean, to me, this is, the, this is the best time for this to happen because there is a system in place that doesn't work, and he is exploiting all of the ways that it doesn't work. So it's like getting him, changing him isn't the answer. Changing the system is the answer. Are we smart enough to learn that? But that's the platform he ran on. You, what do you well, mean? What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, drain, drain the swamp, swamp. All that shit. Like uh, I'm not. I'm not like one of these. Holly, uh, it's uh, doubly uh, ironic. DC insiders. Yeah. yeah. But he wasn't aware of the multi-level genius comedy writing he was doing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. He you know, was trapped in his own... <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah, he, he fucking... I don't think he wanted to be president, man. I, I, I don't mean, think so either. Picture uh, an really alien was. race having these same issues where it's like, wow, Gleenglong's over here fucking... He does, he's, not a, he's not an alien for the aliens. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. I'm, I'm like... I'm like the, how, do we, how do we evolve... And can't because I believe a society can evolve, and that like be, because of consciousness and society, um, we have to evolve concurrently. And so, and so, if society is po- in, in the same way that animals evolve, I feel like uh, when I say society evolving, I'd mean people's place within a society because of their. I would. Get, I guess I would say their brains that like their brains have evolved know, to fit Willie, into a society. You just mentioned the crucial thing. I mean, do do dogs evolve? Well, or are uh, they just fucking dogs? But right now they're dogs. I know, but let's say, how long would it take for an evolutionary process to to be significantly changed? Right. That's that's the whole problem with your thing is you want to see the evolution. If we are evolving, there's no way you could ever see it. But he's right gonna... about sometimes evolutionary processes are fucking fast. But he, well, here's the thing: since his, like with, what? with uh with fucking bacteria and disease shit, they fucking evolved. That's to do, true. It's unbelievable yeah. how fast within two generations only of shit. The, only the butterflies that ate uh, worms were survived. You know, like what? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the rest of them died. Yeah. I, the bad parallel. I don't know what. No, no, no. But the, no, but you're the, right. That's there's right. A, there's a butterfly that it looked like a like a certain other thing. It looked like a snake or something, and they were the only ones that lived. And so, picture their predators were afraid of everyone them. with Aspergers right a now. Quick uh, <laughs> adapt uh, evolutionary change. It was quick, and then they were the only ones who could mate with yeah. so the it was quick. other it was ones. Two generations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, uh, like, because I I believe in a in, in a in a consciousness that survives because of the universe. What? Meaning, um, our consciousness is the universe. Yes, and, and that's this is the universe trying right on, to brother. to trying to learn. How does it learn by basically simulations? And and so is every simula- simulation possible? I, I mean. Can Donkey Kong figure out that he's in a video game? Is, is, is that what we're, we're doing? Are we that... Willie, I have a question for you to, to cut through this a little bit. 
Do you think that if all sentient creatures died all at once, so there's no perception of the universe, the universe doesn't exist? It's. I I think that my answer is no, um, because I feel like uh, is the universe existence separate from perception? Well, I think that that um, the answer is no, but I feel like sentient beings dying still doesn't take away the perception of the universe. You just asked the the most elaborate version of if a tree falls in the woods. It's the exact same question. Right. But here's the thing. If all humans die, let's say that the universe doesn't exist because no one's there to perceive it. Let's say yeah. that for a second. Sure. So then you have to wait till humans, till sentient creatures evolve again, and mm-hmm. then the universe exists again. Right. But so that's just another say, way of looking at it. Because otherwise, it's just there. There's nobody looking. What so the does fuck? That, so let's say, does that make it a new universe? <clears throat> because now it's it's an all new perception of of what's happening. I think new would be the perfect word for that. Right. It's the same Earth. But it's a new universe. So because I so for my hell books, I have the second book coming up. Sorry to talk about that. No, don't. The be. third book actually is about that. That all everyone everything dies, and then they have to wait till the next generation of living things evolve uh-huh. <laughs> in order for the universe to evolve to be to come into being. Right. I, I my 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 perspective is the smartest thing that humanity has come up with is a computer. Mm. And what does that computer do? That computer simulates is the best brain for simulations. Simulates the brain. And so I think that we are that we are somebody else's computer. That that what we're living through is somebody's simulation. <laughs> I, I think that the universe is when you talk about parallel universes and and physicalities in our universe that that don't exist it makes me go like, oh, that you can't, you can't define the smallest thing because the smallest thing is defined by the construct of what we exist in. <laughs> yes, and and I believe, I think that the that uh, I think that the universe is learning in the same way a computer simulation would learn, but there is an alien on on the other side programming it. <laughs> the, the universe is programming it because the universe is trying to learn. I here's the premise. First of all, we are comedy writers, so we're at a big advantage. So in the book that I'm talking about, the whole idea is that the universe evolved sentient creatures in order to know itself. I mean, it's not a new idea, but it's a funny idea. Yeah, because the universe is an idiot like us. And evolves a a, a a mini duplicate of its of itself, yeah, and tries to then have senses to see what is going, what the fuck, yeah, and to try to here's what and here's the joke premise, and it's not even a joke, it's kind of a kind of a pretty poetic concept that I was developing in the the second book is that the universe's main goal was to find is there some other. And the universe can't know that, but it has to split up and find and have actual sentient beings with fucking bodies that can do shit. Yeah. To see through science if there's some other. Is there another universe other than me, me being the universe, you know? My joke parallel to, to everything you just said is 
describe yourself in three words. <laughs> and then know that everyone that describes you, completely different. <laughs> and so the smartest thing you can do is meet people to tell you who you are to other people. Because since you don't know. Oh, my God. So you hire these people to wow. figure out who you are. So that you have a better experience in this world, and that's the universe. Well, that's the whole Sam Christensen yeah, thing, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the whole Sam Christensen. Do you know him? He's well. He's comic. No, he he's he, an acting coach. Uh, rest in peace. But he, he studied did, Carl Jung, and and he does Joseph a class Campbell. where basically you figure out who you are as an actor by just standing without saying anything, and then people start telling you who you are. Huh. Yeah, you don't know about this? Is this oh, where it's you got great. It? Is this where you got it? Uh, I took the course, and I, it blew my mind. Can you please tell me about this? Because I never heard of Sam Christensen. His, he's a, his class he's an still LA exists. guy. Or he was. Did I meet him? You probably could have. Did I get drunk with him? Did <laughs> I, I have gay sex it. with him? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he was a bear, right? He was a... Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm probably a bear, too, so we probably didn't His have whole gay thing. sex. <laughs> it's only twinks and bears. It only goes that way. <laughs> Uh, well, I wish so I was gay. His I do. Club. I wish I was gay because I would have way more experiences in terms of the universe knowing itself. Uh-huh. Well, you know? we, we touched a little bit on that in the pre-episode in that, like, I'm closed off to my sexuality and I don't want to try too many new things, <laughs> in, including uh, that and, and that realm. Um, but I'm like, am I hindering myself? Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, fuck, dude. I was programmed heterosexual, that which is a limitation. Yeah. But that's the way it's fucking programmed. So you just go with whatever you're... Pro- Some people are programmed halfway through, they're bisexual. So you just go with that. You can't go against your programming. Right, yeah. <laughs> or your... Better word than programming yeah, yeah. is brain wiring. Uh-huh. Your programming <clears throat> will... Because well, brain wiring is different because it also allows for the idea of the nurturing... The the things you grew up with that influence your sexuality. Yeah. Yes. Once they figure that shit out, we're in trouble. Once they once they're like, oh, we can we know what causes certain idiot. fetishes. You can change it if you want. We're yeah. in big trouble. We're in big trouble when that happens. Uh, sorry, sorry to hijack uh, Wade's what Wade was getting at, but basically, in the gist of it, Sam Christensen, what he taught was. I want to hear about this. Everyone is a part of a society, and the society <clears throat> can learn something from you. You have a place in your society, and in, in, in our society, and and so that is your myth. Huh? So learning what your Wait myth you just, is. Don't, don't jump past that. That's your myth. Your myth is what society can learn from you. There is something that you experience a little bit more than the rest of society. You mean that's your story? Yeah, yeah. But myth implies falseness. Well, well, the, he called the story the myth, <clears throat> identifying it with like your well archetypal it, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and that's why it's a myth because it is false in a way. Huh. This is to trick people. So, Did like, you take the course with him too. I took a one day, really quick thing, huh. just. Yeah, him. but you did it, dude. Yeah, but I didn't get the whole thing because it was nothing about it. It's 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 funny that your paths didn't cross, but like, so the myth is about it's you're trying to be a better actor. You're not trying to be a better person. Right. So the myth is, <laughs> yeah, the myth is taking what people think of you and applying that to like how you approach roles. But so he, like, but here's another. Here, wait, put your 
Wait, put your mic up. Oh, it's the funniest shit ever because uh, people think that if someone is acting like, like a good person, they are a good person. Yeah, Tom Hanks, right? <laughs> that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. People outside this town don't know. I just heard a funny story about him. <laughs> no, I think he's a genuine good guy. Yeah. I've yeah. never heard a bad story about him. So, so, but here's the thing, though, is that like, like the way people see you, if you can tap into that, you can apply it to any character that you play, and you'll be oh, successful in it. That's and the same so, Christian so, thing. Yeah. And so, what he said was this. Okay. So, like, here's here's one of his How examples. How do you tap into that? Well, you take the class, and he and he he oh, you helps said you, you find stand it. on stage, and then people say what they think yeah. about the way you're acting, and then you tell a story, and people respond. They they just fill out a questionnaire of like how they feel while you're telling a story. Huh. And so wait, here's the thing. Here's here's what my myth was. I'll t- I'll tell you mine, and I'll tell you. I'd love to hear this shit. So like for me, um, and it, uh, it, my myth was uh, hope. And so the weirdest thing for me was that like like I, that's the one thing that I've dealt with most of my life. And so what he says is that since my myth is hope, not only will I deal with all this hopefulness stuff, but all this hopelessness stuff. You 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 dealing with your myth is the positive and negative aspect of your myth. So if I play a character that's hopeful or hopeless, people will respond to it more because that's who I am. And so if you can play yourself, you got to play your myth. You got to be able to act as yourself. And so it was a it was a method to get it's you to be yourself. It's the myth that throws me, but I think this is the most profound fucking acting philosophy I've ever heard. It's pretty crazy. Holy shit. So Yeah. And so what I well, I, I made a show and it was the most successful show I ever made cuz I out. applied those things to it. Right here, man. And it was it was great to be like, "Oh, I, I, not to validate his stuff, but like this is all based on, you know, well, yeah, Carl, I'm Carl Jung was studying societies, you know, and 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 uh, uh, Joseph Campbell was studying uh, stories from societies, you know. There's nothing more profound than that shit. So this guy, Sam Christensen, when you said, it's only the word myth that I don't quite understand. And it's not the myth you think of. I, yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's, your, it's your archetype. Your, core, your archetype. Yeah. What's your core argument? Exactly. And so he had examples of that actors. So like Tom Hanks was an example that he had where huh. he said that Tom Hanks' archetype was <clears throat> preparations. And so any time he played a part where he was either underprepared or overprepared, you would relate to him. So, you know, picture bachelor party. under That was like an underprepared, fun thing. Uh, 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 castaway. It's like he's he's playing someone that is prepared for life, but not prepared to like live on an island by himself. So it's like the way that he deals with a certain issue is his archetype. And so every movie that he's good in. Well, I know that's a weird. That, okay, so like. Uh, 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 no, I mean the underprepared, overprepared is not a place I thought you were going to go. I thought you were going to go to. Uh, 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 Something's fucking deep, which is where where you think you're a failure, or you think you're, or you're deluded that you're not, or maybe you aren't. Something actual at the core of shit, unprepared would be doesn't well, feel like it's like uh, a. The, another example is Keanu Reeves, uh, and he dealing with luck. So in in his life personally, he's he's dealt with very unlucky and very lucky situations, right? I don't know. I mean, like he. You know, I guess his parents died 
early or okay, sure, whatever. But sure. like, you know, his his thing was like you know him playing the one because it's like you. Well, I I don't know. I, I these this is just kind of what I. I'm going to look this up, man, because I'm telling you this. Uh, this is amazing to me. This Sam Christensen thing. He he passed away. Yeah, recently. Yeah, huh. like last year. What what was your Can what we, was your myth? I didn't. We dude, my thing was so fast. I don't know if we did a myth because we didn't have any. It was just me and Eric and Rob, and we did a really quick like two hour version of this. Did you um? Did they come up with a like a phrase or a sentence that that? Yeah, my phrase was. It was something like. Uh, like a I don't want to say malcontent, but like a a grumpy guy who doesn't want to go, who doesn't want to leave his place. But please call me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and that's, that's like, everybody. Well, yeah, that's what I think. I'm like, who isn't like this? My mine was my phrase hey, was you some of that uh, smoke. It's not weed. That's okay. Okay. What is it? It's just uh, nicotine. That's what I love. Suck it into your mouth and then inhale it. Don't straight inhale it. It'll fuck your throat up. Like a straw. (laughs) We're just silent now. (laughs) My my myth was uh, I'm starring in my own Saturday morning cartoon. And uh, I, I really connect to that sentence. I told you. Did you do it wrong? I told you. I did it wrong. It's yeah. going to be very gradual about it. Some of them are harsher than others, too. You try again. All right. Sorry for the lapses in the That's okay. podcast. This is the free one. We don't have to apologize. What? No, we're not there yet. The free one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. funny. Um, so how do we draw this... Yeah, Super how do we get into aliens? Because I wish we could just talk about that because this whole Sam Christensen thing is like. Well, I wish I knew more about it. That, that, that yeah, my examples thing. weren't good. It's no, it's, they were good, man. But it is a it is an abstract kind of thing. That's why you had it to take the to... class because he was the only one who could like really like nail it down. For Wait, it's ah uh, like the perfect teacher. Yeah. Well, picture picture. That's why the Tom core. Hanks thing didn't make sense. But if he would have said it, then you would have probably understood where he was coming from. Well, look, the whole idea of the Sam Christensen thing of finding the core of a character. Yeah, yeah. Is what we're talking about in terms of alien mind. An alien mind as we're uh, imagining it would be a consciousness, which is what presumably the entire universe is perhaps made of, we don't know, but there's a lot of people that think that that may be the case, which is sort of filtered through uh, an organic robot, which is us. Yeah. And our brain structures. So we're alien, like an octopus, for example, the most alien creature on Earth, let's say, because it can instantly transform and it's fucking magic. It can instantly transform into a rock. Yeah. We've all seen the videos. It's like, and, and they can like get a- out of my friend had an octopus and it he just it kept getting out of the tank and he kept finding it on the floor. Get out. And it's like it eventually died, but he was like, I I can't keep it in this cage. Too smart. Yeah. 
So something like that is what an alien mind would but be. But why does it want to keep getting out? Because you and I would want to get out of the tank. Because it's, because it's captured. You and I would want to do that for sure. I'm going to stay in this fucking idiot's tank. But uh, uh, We can see him. With our fucking eyes, and they, and they and <clears throat> I, I was looking this up, and that you know they they say that so octopi they use tools. Hmm? They 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 have been they like have a been crow. known to use tools. Yeah, yeah. I love hearing this shit because I this is what makes me have hope because the idea that consciousness is spread out into fucking weird bodies, the bodies being humans, animals, octopi, <laughs> but really the 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 expression is to try to expand out to use these fucking weird bodies that we were given through organic, you know, crazy genetic shit um, that we try to escape. Yeah, yeah. You know what the worst? I'm trying be? to escape with my writing. You know, you guys are trying to escape constantly. Oh. Yeah. And where do we escape? Literally and figuratively. We escape into our mind. Drugs are an example. Fucking LSD is the ultimate example. You know? I think the worst, the worst case scenario would be aliens show up and they're like, dumb. <laughs> and we're all like, how the fuck did they figure this out? But we can't. Why do you guys only you know got why? two arms? Because they have AI developed to fucking coddle them. Or they just got lucky. It's They're like the that, servers. They're the, the drivers. It's that dumb kid in like grade school who like was just really good at one subject. And you're like, I'm not dumber than this guy. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Why is he doing better than I am? This is stupid. They're just really good at space travel. They haven't, <laughs> they haven't figured anything else yeah. out. They're just morons. They're like malnutritioned and they have to feed each other. They can't they can't figure out <laughs> how to eat. <laughs> These guys figured out interplanetary space travel and they can't feed themselves. So that's to the core of our subject matter, which is the alien mind because Alien mind could be completely different, we think of it, because it's fucking alien. So it could be infinite variations on the on the linear track that we always imagine evolution to have. It could have total spikes of crazy shit yeah. to get to this place where they can do interplanetary travel. <clears throat> but what if what if that could, society could... required the inhabitants to be more stupid? in order for the, for them to flourish, you know? But you know what I think, huh. though? Honestly, we've been talking huh. a lot about brains. In these last few episodes, for whatever reason, they've all come back to, like, huh. how does the brain function? Like, what's going on? And, like, huh. they're talking about developing, like, micro uh, robots to, like, finally map the brain correctly, right? Because MRIs and stuff, like, you can only get so much. Nanobots. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and... You know, just from reading that rats have the same sort of emotional firing that we have is like, it seems to me that their brains would be the same, right? They would be like maybe a more advanced version of our brain. Like if we could map their brain against ours. See, that's exactly what you just said. When I first saw that... Do you mind if I jump in? No. When I first saw that those videos of an octopus 
transforming like a fucking magician yeah. into a fucking seaweed rock. <clears throat> I mean, not even like pathetic. It wasn't pathetic. It was like unbelievably sophisticated. Couldn't see it. Holy shit. So the first thought was, I mean, how does that... What, what did you just say a second ago about the... Just that the all the... I think all of our brains are sort of the same once you map them. So how do you map a, a brain of a octopus to see where the commonalities are with ours see that would be very interesting to see what fires in an octopus's brain when it turns into a rock exactly correct that's what i'm talking about yeah so i don't how come we don't oh because we're just like at the nascent edge of the future yeah we i don't think we've figured it out yeah like we really don't know what's happening you can go like oh these neutrons electrons they're firing We don't know what it means, you know. But you guys are kind of, uh, uh, you guys have a subject matter which is very attractive to nerds who are geniuses. So any neurophysicist, is that a thing out there? Sounds like a Can thing. you please map the what, what Wade just said? The yeah, the chameleon effect of an octopus? Exactly. And compare it to the way humans burn Or even fires. a chameleon if it's easier. Like what fires? Yeah, but that's, not, yeah, but that's like pr- fucking primitive. But I'll bet it's the same. I'll bet the same part of their brains. Oh, maybe fire. But you see what I'm saying? Like a, mm-hmm. it, a octopus, an actual alien. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's a shapeshifter, right? So, so, so let, let me let me jump into this idea real quick. Do you know Do you know Terrence McKenna? Fuck yeah, the greatest of the greats. Yeah, with the gayest really voice is. in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I wonder the <laughs> twilight of. Um, that's a plus, by the way. Having a gay voice is a huge fucking plus. I tried oh, to, it's I easy. Tried to li- to I lo- I can listen to him the rest of my life. I've listened to him for fucking hours and hours and hours. So, so he was a guy who jumped in DMT. He was studying shamanism. He dumped jumped into D- uh, hallucinogens, DMT, mushrooms, and he really, he really jump down that path of here's some ideas that he proposed one of them is if you wanted to search the cosmos if we were intelligent and we wanted to search the cosmos for life what would we do what we do we we've sent out probes looking for looking for life and so um um he suggests that what if mushrooms were a probe for another entity in that within when you take uh, when you take DMT or mushrooms you f- go to the place of consciousness and then that's how you see other entities that's how you you identify like hey there's smart people over here because because they could quiet their mind find consciousness and that's how they communicate really here's why that is has a, has an attraction to it because space, physical space, seems like a subset of consciousness. Yeah. So if you have DMT, which is a what? A mushroom? A fucking what is it? Ayahuasca. It's a. It's a. What the fuck that is gotta, it? It's Isn't a that tea the, you got to make? That's the chemical that's released in your brain when you die, right? Yeah, and when you dream. But it's also what on the belly of a, a toad. No, it's it's only this one plant. But you, the only way it works if you drink this tea is if this other plant. That you have to take that also because it inhibits the the, the DMT 
we if you just take DMT, DMT is just something you smoke, dude, right? Well, smoking is one way, a tea is another way, but you we only smoke it in America because we don't have that other plant that inhibits huh. the the uh, DMT receptors basically. Tell me about this after the show. Yeah, yeah. So so we smoke it here, but if you go in the jungle where they By the way, do you have it? Can we do that sometime? I have a connection, but I haven't done it. Let's me you and but Wade I have a do that shit. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> I'm too afraid. I, I think I'm too. It lasts, I'm afraid too. It lasts, we're going to be dead soon, dude. It lasts yeah, 15 I'll, minutes. I'll wait until I'm dead. I'll experience DMT when I die. <sighs> Don't you want to see machine elves? I can't, I do, but I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm too afraid still. So I'll, I could have a bad. I could have a bad trip. I'm, you know I'm, what? I'm, I'm microdosing on mushrooms right now. So I'm less afraid because I know I'm closer to the fucking grave. Yeah. That's true. It only lasts like 15 minutes, but people talk about it feeling like it lasted for years. I had it like with a really for... close friend. I had a... Sorry to jump in. Wait, hang on. I'm sorry to cut you off. You've done it? No, no, no. I'm too afraid. But What I've, are you talking about? But I've read about everybody's experience. Oh, okay. Willie, right. so I've had something close to it. It was with a really good friend, and it was called Salvia. Yeah. And it was very much a five-minute experience. And here's the experience. <clears throat> I'm at my, my friend left on a... My best friend left with his wife on, on a trip because she, to some other town. So she, he said, can I, I said, can I write there? So I, I'm there. My friend came over and she said, dude, I have salvia. I said, what the fuck is that? And she said, do you want to try it? I said, well, tell me about it. And then I said, yes. So I lie down on the sofa. She said, you do it first. And she lights up a pipe. And she sits at a chair next to me on the sofa and says, take a deep fucking breath. It only lasts five minutes or so. I've done it before. So I take a deep breath on the sofa of this apartment. And she says, try it again. So I take another deep breath. Then I sit back, and everything seems normal, but then I hear a voice way in the distance that says, here we go, like a fucking cartoon voice. Mm-hmm. I said, what? Then the whole area around the sofa turns into this metallic, cold steel tube spinning faster and faster around me. Okay. I'm saying, what the fuck? And then it transforms into an antique steam train that I'm a hobo, like, underneath it, riding it. I'm saying, what the fuck? And it was so intense. And the main thing that goes concurrent with this visual hallucination is that I didn't know who I was. And I didn't remember that I took Salvia with my friend. And I forgot and I forgot that I was holding she said, Take my hand. I forgot that I was holding her hand. She's sitting next to the sofa. So then I'm saying, What the fuck? I'm a hobo and I'm a, <laughs> on a riding on a fucking what is the fuck? It had no meaning to it. Then I said I feel my hand and then I look over and I see that I'm holding a hand of some woman who looked with like a shawl, like an eighteen hundreds a dress like a like a, it was all dark dress but it had like that veil a veil over it 
And I said, who are you? And she said, everything's okay. And I didn't know who I was. Remember, it's only five minutes. So then it slowly dissipated. And then, I mean, that was the whole experience. It has no meaning, but that's exactly what fucking happened. But the main thing I took away from it, because I asked her after, then she did it. But she had done it before, and she said, yeah, you lose perspective of who you are. Wow. You lose identity. That sounds horrifying to me. Oh, that sounds like life-changing. It was so wonderful. To to then reconnect. Because there was no threat. Oh, I would have been freaking out, I'll bet. Yeah, but we're comedy writers, dude, so we're used to going outside of ourselves. Yeah. So I didn't know who I was, but it was okay, because... First of all, I'm holding someone's hand. I look over, and she was super loving and nice. Yeah. So I had a, like a grounding right thing happening. Yeah. That was a smart thing she did. Cause, yeah. Because I would have fucking freaked yeah. out. But I would recommend the the salvia thing because I think it's a lot like DMT, but less. Wow, I didn't realize I didn't because all I've ever heard of the crazy stories that make it just sound like four loco, you know, like, Oh, it was crazy. It felt weird. Stupid. Telling you exactly what happened. Well, that, I've watched people do it. I have too. After that, I watched a zillion fucking videos. No. So like, you know, Abed, right? Yeah. He's my favorite. Yeah. My favorite human. Like I watched. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is that your new sitcom? No, he's oh, that my favorite human. <laughs> Abed, what are we talking about today? No. So, and then, a lot of people see gears, like circular, like gears. Like I saw the train. Yeah. <clears throat> and oh, the so, spinning fucking circle. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So he did it, and he had done it before. And I don't know, he probably didn't... He was just sitting in a chair, and we were all just watching him. <laughs> and he just described like what he was seeing the whole time. What was it? Well, he described the gears. Um... And that's kind of it. He was just seeing things. He didn't see like a whole other sort of narrative. He, I think he said he was laying on top of a car at some point or something like that. Huh. But it wasn't, I don't know, it was probably, it was probably less, like he probably didn't do as much potent shit because there was a while that you could just buy it at gas stations <laughs> and then people started throwing themselves out of windows and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And so the government was like, no, fuck this shit. Wait, and and Willie, I should say one thing. I left out one of the main things was that the apartment and the reality that we're in wiped clean. So when that train shit was, when that cylinder and the train thing was happening, nothing, it was wiped, which is very similar to what I hear about DMT. Yeah. It wipes the reality around you, creates a new one that's imposed over it. Dude, that's too scary. Well, he, okay, so here's the crazy thing. Terrence yeah, McKenna, but I told it in a non-scary way, right? No, you did, but I, <laughs> that I, I, control is a big issue for me, and if I if I were to lose control in that way, I, I, I wouldn't dude, like it. You're a fucking funny dude, man. So the whole idea of comedy is, oh, no, it's about control. <laughs> yeah. I'm making all of that. I'm God there. I forgot. You're controlling the logic of the <laughs> Willie, I forgot. Well, so here, so here, here's the thing. Uh, when it, so like, like, like Terrence McKenna also came up with the stoned ape theory, and and he he basically says this. I mean that the evolution of the apes was through 
hallucinogenics. That like yeah, that like taking the hallucinogen was what made them question things, which then led to a good fucking theory, dude. Yeah, and and that's why like the cow is sacred because the cow poop would create the mushrooms. You know, like you follow yeah. the cow. That's when, crazy. When you're hunting, when you're hunting a herding animal, you follow their poop, and all of a sudden they're giving you mushrooms that make you get the fuck out. I never understood that because the Indian thing with the with those yeah. was inexplicable to yeah. me. Yeah, because the cows provided the questioning of the Holy universe. Shit. All right, then I have something for you. Uh, similar to the work that Wade did of researching about the animal brain, which was the core of what we started this whole thing. Yep. I mean, it's the core of every everything was that the research was done in 2017, or, or the findings were found, whereby they discovered through the use of experiments done with worms <clears throat> in the laboratory setting that the DNA of the worms transmitted memories of the previous generations. Yeah, I remember reading about and that. And they went, they found that there were traces of and it was very cogent. It seemed not bullshit at all. 14 generations, because the worms generations, the reason why they use them is because they can do it with like 50. Within four, a year or whatever. Yes. They die so quickly. Yeah. And, and so, so the, I love that you brought that up because I've always, so like when you see, like I said earlier, a herd animal that is born knowing everything it ever needs to know. How does what it is do the it? information that's transferred through the DNA? This and experiment suggests it's the DNA that transfers memories from the previous generation yeah. or the previous uh, person in the other generation. And so, so that is like basically proven that 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 like memories transfer within DNA. It's, it kind of helps explain kind of. I don't know if he was a fraud or not, but Edgar Casey stuff about reincarnation. Yeah. I'm because, a big Edgar Casey guy. But there were also things that the guy was a fraud, so it's so... I mean, I guess that's the good thing about it. That <laughs> you don't know if they're a con man or if... I think that... That's like any, the exception that proves the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody... Let's say, let's say you can, let's, because he was one of the first guys on record that could connect to the universe quote unquote and figure out what was wrong with you you know like while he was asleep. he was trying to be a healer while he fucking asleep dude but what was and he wouldn't remember anything but what, what was dream job right we, yeah. No, uh, uh, yeah go to sleep and get get paid 50 bucks <laughs> what's weird is that uh, <laughs> that's probably the exact amount he got yeah <laughs> He so take take his existence and something something that's new to him, and he's trying to help people, and people all of a sudden are taking advantage of him. But but the thing is, or was he taking advantage of them? No matter, but no, but he didn't really make money off of them. I mean, here, here's of my he fucking did. But here's my but here's my thing about him. He was a religious person, so when he had these experiences, he didn't believe him at first. Because it didn't align with his, the teachings that he was brought up with, and so he had to transcend his beliefs, and so. But all I'm saying I'm sorry is that to be like, skeptical. No, no, no. That's great. It's great. But my thing is that like, whatever he is trying to explain, what he's going through, 
doesn't mean that he communicated it properly. And he's talking about oh, the yeah. Hall of Records and accessing that. That concept is the most fascinating idea to me ever. Because yeah. all it means is like the universal <clears throat> memory. Yeah, yeah. And so if within this false premise we have that the universe is alive, which could be true, that is trying to understand what it is by splitting up into these fucking things. I don't think, even think the universe would know what happened because there's some fundament underneath the universe itself that created it. So it would try to find out what it is through all of these beings with bodies, which is where it's at, by the way. If you have a body, you're like fucking primo. <clears throat> if you don't have a body, if you're fucking, what, uh, ethereal consciousness? <laughs> you can't do shit. Well, yeah. really, I'll tell you, that's the ultimate. We're all striving to be. Well, the joke is that I did a short story once with Bob Sheckley, the science fiction writer, and it was about back engineering from ultimate evolution, which would be balls of light. And it fucking sucked because it was like Nirvana or like heaven. Yeah. There's nothing fucking happening. Right. So you want to then devolve <sighs> to have something fucking happening. And one of the things they did was they went to gyms where they would take a reverse uh, steroids where they would then develop uh, bodies. <laughs> you know, and they would have a split brain then, the right and left brain. They evolve into that so that then they can have experiences. Yeah. You know, and have conflict. Well, yeah. that's, but that's kind of an, I mean, that's, that's a story you wrote with Bob. Yeah. So that's like kind of what Willie thinks is like that we're all, we huh. all are beings of light and we've come here to have these experiences. We have to disconnect from the source to, <laughs> to have a physical experience. So then, like, how do you learn? How do you learn? without breaking off from yourself. Well, and then also, where do aliens... If the universe is one consciousness, the universe can't learn from itself. It has a a disconnect from the universal consciousness. It's the same as the story of me and Bob wrote. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So So he was right. Holy shit. But ours was a satire, though. Satire is kind of a diagram of the truth. Well, uh... I mean, this is a fictitious thing that he believes. He'll tell you it's Mine was a fictitious thing, too, with me and Bob. Yours is a satire of this fictitious thing that he (laughs) believes. But we're talking the same language. Yeah. And we're talking about... The the beauty of it is we're talking about what's the ultimate uh, uh, formation... uh, What's the ultimate form of evolution? So, obviously, like, a ball of light would be the funniest thing. Well... That's the funniest thing. No, on Rick and Morty, we made it a fart. <laughs> that was my pitch, All by right. the way. That I was my out. pitch. I bowed out to you. I bow- <laughs> That's fucking killer. <laughs> by the way. And it was played by Jermaine... What's his last name? Clement or whatever? Clement, yeah, Clemente? yeah. By the way, we had the greatest show ever made. Um, Equal was South Park. Okay. Equal was South Park. But... The be, South Park, mm, no, it's pretty much the same value because I was going to say the the dis- distillation of the characters of of Rick and Morty is so fucking beautiful, and with South Park, it's a little more dis- more less distilled down to actual 
like that's fucking two people on your show. Yeah. So that's fucking strong, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't take credit for any of that shit. That's, yeah, but that's still. Harmon and Justin. Uh, South Park, what they do is they'll take they'll take certain points of view and apply them to characters that have already existed that didn't really have that point of view before, and they use it as a vehicle to like make fun of that point of view. But it's done in an artful oh, way. Oh, it's great! It's great. It's not they're, done in a shitty no, way at all. They're like masters at it. Oh my god! Yeah. I can't. It's like fucking Jonathan Swift, dude. Who's that? Like the guy well, you know. Dude, <laughs> the, the, the greatest satirist is the, he's the same as South Park guys. He did like, like, fucking a, a, a what's the thing about taking the babies and using them for food? In Rick and Morty? No, for uh, Jonathan Swift, oh. the guy that did Gulliver's Travels. Well, I don't know. He had the thing about. <clears throat> I'm going to look him up. I'm intrigued. It's the funniest shit ever. It was about, he said, look, Irish people are dying of starvation. You have, there's overpopulation happening. The babies are dying. Use the babies for fucking food. <laughs> and he d- mapped it out very, very carefully. Can I have some more of that? That's yeah. funny. And it was the funniest shit ever. That's done in like six pages. So, well, let me ask you this. If we're beings of light and we're trying to experience something outside of ourselves, right, to learn, where do aliens fit into there? Like, why would we have aliens? If this is a, like a construction to learn, and it's a simulation or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but it is a my, construction to learn. My perception... So why would there be aliens? My perception is is that, that like, uh. like it's basically like this. In the same way a, a computer simulation will try to figure out every different version, right? Yeah. So to me, it's like, well, the way to figure out every different version is to come up with every single different type of life that you can... And and so so animals, aliens, humans, amoebas, tardigrades, like like plants, rocks. It would be archetypal, like we have humans, plants, animals. It's like let's just try it all because the computer, the the supercomputer will try anything that you can think of. It so let's think on of how everything. you program it, of course. Yeah, but you can program it to use the archetypes we have of life forms which are be, would, would be bacteria would be plants would be animals which would be humans which would be then what a th- what uh, like non physical uh, ghost like creatures yeah well i mean I and mean, then you say go when you look at, at let's just take but here's what here's what's scary about that is if you believe in like manifestation and like positive thinking and like oh whatever I fucking dream can come true right that's like so fucking dangerous because now we're all talking about aliens we could manifest them right like that's the way the program would work it's it's dangerous but uh, uh, I mean it's dangerous to us yeah to our sort of survival because if you believe in that and maybe I'm wrong is that how the computer works like we are evolving through our thoughts and we're coming up with new shit 
just by dreaming them up. Yeah, yes, but so, also if aliens are part of the simulation, whatever they're coming up with too is part of the simulation too. So they're they're running concurrent with us, but it doesn't matter what they think. It it doesn't affect us. So like like the well, once we made contact, it would right. I mean, yeah, but but forget about contact because picture every animal on Earth that we haven't had contact with. Me, I'm just saying that like we're all concurrent. Us meeting doesn't affect coming up with it. Well, so this is the exact same thing as if a tree falls in the woods. Like, as long as we're not aware of it, it doesn't matter. Well, I'm just... No, no, no. I'm just trying to say it doesn't matter for us talking about it um, that they exist together. Meaning... Wait, that's it. Not here. Which one do you want? I'm sorry. What do you get that has alcohol in it? Here's a here's a rye IPA. Thank you, pal. You don't really taste the rye, but it's it's good. It's good. Um, what I'm getting at is, let's say that this is all a simulation. Yeah. The the aliens in the simulation don't affect the slugs. Meaning, they might run into each other, but their experience is so different that like they don't need to meet. We don't need to meet them. Got it. Have your experience. Have yours. They're all. They all need to happen. It's like ghosts. Yeah. Like, you can't really interact <clears throat> with ghosts. But Maybe the concept they don't seems know. legit. Right. Um, we should wrap this up, honestly. Oh, shit. Yeah, we can go for hours. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, my thing is, it's, it's hard. My perspective of all of this stuff is, I love contemplating every different version that anybody can think of that will talk to me. Because it all affects how I learn. And how, how I contemplate the universe, uh, uh, but um, my what's sad about me is I have anxiety, and so we all do. Dude. Most of most of my thoughts come you from fear. The, you seem the kindest, like most mellow dude in the world, by the way. So I, oh, I think it's such a facade. Yeah, but I'm so he does seem that way. <clears throat> but you've had to talk with him for years, and you've had to talk with him. <laughs> yeah. We but, moved out here together 18 years ago. Get out. You yeah. moved together? Uh-huh. Holy shit. Right before 9-11. This is a week of. Wow. But um, um, so so my thing is like, I... I Anxiety. When I picture, I, I, I parallel aliens meeting us, because everyone always says, how come they're not saying they're here? Well, we don't fucking go into the jungle and tell gorillas that we're here. <laughs> and so my my parallel is these these most of the animals on earth are testosterone beings, meaning there's a communication of a, a level of authority. And so when when an animal is afraid, most animals are testosterone based, they want to beat the shit out of you. And so we are still that. So an alien is not going to want to come meet us because we are still testosterone beings. When we are afraid, we will fight. And so we're not there Dude, here's the consciously thing, advanced in that realm. Say that last part again. Well, that like, like when, if, if we can be afraid, we will fight. And so if an alien wants to say hi to us, most people will be afraid of the being. But that, that fear... Uh, emotion 
is a fighting emotion. And so we can't meet them until we lose our fear. They have no business with us until we can transcend fear. And we, we aren't there yet. Our let society hasn't evolved. Let me ask you a question. The difference between humans and apes, a, a, a gorilla can kill us in a second. Fucking second. But gorillas can't talk to another human. Go behind him. While I'm in front of him, fucking bullshitting with him, humans can fucking work as a team, as a tribe, and totally fucking rule the roost. Apes can't do that, so they suck. They can't fucking do it. Yeah. Humans can, mm, in a second, figure out a plan. Yeah. Apes can't do it. Distract, weapon, tool, friendship. There's, they're like fucking babies compared to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, the, but they can instantly rip her head, head off with one fucking thing. And but so they're way weaker. My, my and, and when, when I when I think about the alien mind, I think about yeah, um, um, Bob Lazar. I think about uh, you mentioned the guy who wrote the day after Roswell. Who's that? Uh, BK. Uh, uh, forget his name. We all know it. But um, um, the military. They dude. both they both talk about these crafts being run by brain functionality being Put your connected hand down it's a human mixed with the fucking ai programmed in the computer and so when i think of a machine uh, sure they did this in in battlestar galactica the cylon machine whatever but like so we we've, we've seen it i'm just saying like this was an, uh, these were ideas that were proposed as real things that the machine was run by connecting to your brain and when I think about that, it make it just makes me go like, oh well, the last thing you want to do is connect to a brain that has emotional tendencies. What do you mean? Like, last like, thing you want to do, like like if 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 you're that's exactly what you want to do. If you're a living spaceship, and and the person driving you is crying, are you going to let this fucking being control you? Yes, you would, because here's why. First of all, I don't know if a, if a computer would know this. But emotions are what drive everything. So emotions are the subtle judgment aspect of, of a consciousness that can determine the subtle differences between yes and no. If this, is this going to fucking work or no? Logic fucking sucks. I mean, with certain aspects... I, I love of, you saying this because I, I would rather believe this and I haven't contemplated that before. I love what you're saying. Yeah. If yeah. if you're doing if you're if you're if your computer if your spaceship is an accountant who's doing your taxes, then you're not going to want any emotions happening. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> but if you have a here. judgment call immediately about what to do, you need fucking emotions to read the situation. Hey, hey, I'm the spaceship. Let's not go to Earth. <laughs> you know, like yeah, that's the quantitative version. That like we don't need to go anywhere. I mean, it also goes back to this whole animal thing where we started. Have you seen these cows that have never seen the outdoors, and then they finally let them out, and they're, like, jumping around, and they're so happy? Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, like, cows have emotions? So much easier to believe that they don't, so they can, like, eat a hamburger every day? What he said. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's the heart of this whole argument of like animals don't have consciousness is because we want to be awful to them. Yeah. But if you have any empathy in you, because they're food. Right. 
And they don't need to be. You know, the biggest animals in the world but don't never eat as much meat as we think they do. Like, like, like there are gorillas that mostly eat vegetables and fruits and nuts. And I'm like, how the, the, these testosterone animals that are so fucking huge, you're not eating meat? You know, we've been fooled by the meat industry into thinking that we specifically need meat. Except, what we need is nutrition. Except we have incisors. But our, our incisors will not tear the leg off of an animal. Our incisors, sure, they can bite into meat, but only after it's been killed. We're not going to, like, kill an animal by using our teeth. Yeah, give me your arm. <laughs> I'm going to... There's no way you'll kill me. Yeah, but I could rip a, a healthy chunk off of you. Yeah. But I'll be punching you in the face the whole yeah, time. Yeah, but if you were unconscious, I could... <laughs> but our teeth aren't meant to to actually rip the meat off no. of animals. Look, we're, you're we're a fucking our, genius, our dude, but your argument sucks right now. Meat. What? <laughs> that, you're a fucking genius, dude, but that argument is not good. You, you, so. Your teeth aren't... Your teeth... You, you couldn't rip the leg off a cat. Fuck yeah, I could. No. Totally. Mm, see, I can't prove it to you because it would be inhumane. I'm just saying that, like, let's get past that argument. Okay, okay, yeah. Let's yeah, get yeah. past that. Well, let's wrap it up. What are yeah. your final thoughts on this? Wait, wait a minute. What is the uh, premise of the of the this about the alien mind? Does uh, it man, exist, I mean, or is it is it that? What is the nature of it? I guess uh, I I mean, would you said it up front, right? Well, to me, it's both. It's like, what is your because we're all so different. What's your perception of what... Could could we communicate with an alien mind? Are we so... In, in the same vein as the 1% compared to the chimp, we can't really... That was the thing. We can't really c- communicate with a chimp. Could Wait, that, yeah, was the, I mean, that was the thing. I think the thesis is... Aliens will probably view us as... Chimps. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that's an insight that's very valuable, because we see ourselves in our lo- in logic and rational thought as being the top of the heap. And we go, huh? They're not here. How come they didn't say hi? <laughs> Fuck you. Have you really thought about it? You, in you, the don't, mist, you don't say hi to your aunt. You don't say hi to your aunt that you're related to. Well, maybe you don't. <laughs> Well, you know what? I think to be continued is the way to say it. end this. Yeah, we're going to continue this on the Patreon. Go to <laughs> patreon.com slash real life sci fi. We'll continue this discussion. I also want to talk about uh, cancel culture with you a little bit. Fuck yeah. And uh, Rocco's Modern Life because there was some, uh, I don't know if you are oh. into the internet, but there was some weird trans stuff. It was like either pro or con, but mainly pro. Okay. Yeah, I want to get into that a little bit. Hey, so you're going to stick around. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Join us on our Patreon. And remember, just because... Wait, wait, you you got anything to plug? What are you plugging? He already did it. Yeah, did? My book coming out next year. I don't know if you wanted to add anything. We sprinkle on. That's nice of you, man. Thanks. (laughs) All right. Go on. Just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 